0: Hello everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Midwest Madness, your true crime cult conspiracy encrypted podcast. I'm Emily. And I'm Danielle. And happy Tuesday. (laughs) Yes. We hope you guys are having a great July because it's Already in the middle of it. I know. Can you believe? No. How dare. It goes so fast. It's just so unfortunate. Well, and then like
1: this year, I feel like it took a really long time to get warm. Mm -hmm. So then that makes our summer feel even shorter. Mm -hmm. Whereas like last year, it was like nice earlier in the year. Maybe it'll be like nice later. I hope so. It would be great if it was nice on my birthday. It's so annoying. Allie always has like 80 degrees and then I have like 45. And we're like... 12
0: days apart, and you would prefer (laughs) she would prefer the 45 and you would prefer the i know i know you should just switch birthdays wait well yeah we should (laughs) um uh i couldn't think of what i was trying to think of last time so that's all right it is what it is
1: um (laughs) yeah we did get a couple new followers on instagram and a new member to our podcast group on facebook so welcome Thanks for joining
0: us. Welcome to Illyria. <laughs> welcome,
1: welcome, 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 I just watched that movie uh, not that long ago. It's a good one. I like that movie.
0: Um, cool. So I don't really have anything else to say, unfortunately. Okay.
1: Well, um, I want to congratulate. <gasps> oh, oh, I remember. She remembered. Okay. Nope. Oh, oh um, congratulate in a second.
0: <laughs> it's not even true crime related, so I don't know what oh I was my thinking God. of. <laughs> <laughs> Abby Van Bergen wanted a (laughs) shout-out. Oh! (laughs) Shout-out Abby Van Bergen. (laughs) That's hilarious. Oh my god. (laughs) Can you give me a shout-out on your podcast? Uh, Uh, Sure. That's hilarious.
1: Well, mine mine is a shout-out. I don't want to name the friend because I don't know if they're ready for everybody to know, but she told us that she's pregnant, so congratulations to her. She listens, so.
0: Do I know who this is? I just told you. Oh, it's that person? Yeah. Oh, okay.
1: (laughs) So, yes, you you don't know them, but yeah. So, that makes three, four people now that are all doing the same, like, five months that I know. Actually, no, six, because one of your friends. So, all All right. right. Yeah, congratulations to them. Should we just hop right into it? Yeah. What do you think? Okay, so, my story is... The story of Lori Bambenek. Nothing. Okay. Cool.
0: Wait. You said it was from Wisconsin. Yes. Yes,
1: ma'am. So, I've been listening to a lot of Snapped lately, Mm -hmm. the podcast, and I said to myself, "Self, the next one that comes up because I'm like just like going backwards through the catalog, Mm -hmm. and so I'm like, I've got like 40 episodes left of the whole thing." And I was like, next one that pops up, I'm just gonna uh, from the Midwest. I'm gonna do it, and it actually turned out to be a really
0: cool case. So I was like, so, so sweet. I'm assuming she's the bad guy in this. Yes, story. ma'am, she is. Snapped is what about female killers, yes, right? Yep, usually. Um,
1: also, side note: the amount of times these fucking bitches—and I mean that—have accused their their husbands who would never abuse them. Of abuse after they've murdered them makes me want to punch somebody in the face yeah
0: I mean you're already like the lowest of the low and then to like falsely accuse someone of doing that is just right like Like, this man loved
1: you and you murdered him and now you're like oh well I did it because he abused me shut the fuck up I did it for self defense shut up yeah because no stop it and like sometimes yeah it's true but like when it's very clearly not knock it the fuck off yeah So PSA, (laughs) stop it. All right, so our story starts on May 28th, 1981 in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Sean Schultz was awoken when someone put their hand over his mouth and attempted to put something over his head. When he shouted and fought back, the intruder fled to his mother's room where Sean heard a sound like a firecracker. He and his younger brother, Shannon, who was seven at the time, ran out of their room to see an unknown person running down the stairs and out of their house. They went to their mom's room and unfortunately found her dead. Christine had been shot through the back with a 38 and had her hands tied in front of her, a blindfold on, and was gagged. Her oldest son, Sean, who was 11 at the time, told police that he had seen the killer He described a man in a green army jacket with a mask over his face, black shoes, and long reddish-colored hair, like in a ponytail. So Christine had just gone through a divorce with a Milwaukee detective named Fred Schultz, um, and that had been finalized only six months before Christine's murder. Christine was also dating a another Milwaukee police officer named Stewart, And Stewart was actually the one to alert police that there was an emergency at Christine's house. Was he there? No, Sean called him. Oh, okay. So in a panic, Sean yeah. called Stewart and was like, something happened to mom. She's bleeding. She won't wake up, whatever. And then Stewart was like, oh shit. And he called and was like, you got to get over to Christine's house. Um, To me, it's a little telling that they didn't call their dad. Like, that's a little weird don't you think that in a panic the first person you would call would be your dad
0: maybe but i would assume it would be more of like how did the marriage end that's true
1: that's true so they did have shared custody of their kids
0: if it was like
1: a bad divorce right maybe not right and he is 11 so he would definitely have known yeah you know, because, like, as much as you try to keep your kids from it, you just don't. Right. So. Um. So, naturally, both Fred and Stuart are questioned by police about where they had been at the time of Christine's death. Fred told police that he and his partner, Michael, had been investigating another crime at the time. But police later found out that this was untrue and that Fred and Michael had actually been at a bar wh- while they were on duty. Oops. Yeah. Fred also informed police that he did have an off-duty weapon that was a thirty eight, which is the same caliber gun that Christine was shot with. So he and Michael went to Fred's house to check if Fred's gun could have been the one that killed Christine. Michael looked at it and determined that it wasn't the gun and then gave it back to Fred. Like they didn't keep that in their custody, which seems so weird to me. Like, yeah. they didn't do any, like, ballistics testing. He just basically, like, looked at it and was like, oh, well, there's dust on it. I could have been you. Which just sounds banana pants crazy to me, but it's the 80s, so. True. So, Fred and his new wife, Lori, who had also been a Milwaukee police, police officer. So,
0: he had already gotten remarried? Yes. Okay.
1: So, it's been six months since he and Christine split up. Christine's dating Stuart, who's mm-hmm. a cop fred is dating married or married to
0: Lori, who was a cop i think i've heard the story before yeah um also back to your like thing about calling dad first yes we also don't know maybe the kids didn't have a good relationship with dad
1: i mean it was good enough where they they were staying with dad occasionally
0: like yeah but that doesn't mean they're 11 they don't really have a choice that's true that's fair Just saying. I just thought of that, too. No, that's a good point. And I don't... We don't know, but... That's a good point. Um,
1: Okay, so... uh, Fred and Lori had just moved into uh, a new place. So they had been living in this apartment, and then they they were moving into this bigger place so that the boys had more space when they stayed with them. And the um, reason that Lori was a former police officer is because she had been involved in a drug issue where some of her friends at a concert were caught with drugs and she had to write up a report. She allegedly falsified the report to keep some people from getting into trouble, so she was fired for that, which could have been just like a slap on the wrist, but she was fired. Okay. When one of the former neighbors of Fred and Lori complained... um to the super about having some plumbing issues. They sent out a plumber and the plumber found drugs? No. Mm -hmm. A reddish colored wig in the pipes. So neighbors contacted the police and the police took the wig, tested it and found that the wig matched one of the wig hairs Mm -hmm. that was found on the scene. Ooh, ooh. So, police take Fred's off-duty gun again, and this time they don't, like, just look at it and give it back. They actually do some ballistic testing on it, and it ends up matching the bullet that killed Christine, oh, and the shot that killed Christine was through her back, and it went directly through her heart. Ugh. So, it was, like, a very close-range um, yeah, shot. That's... Terrifying. So, within three weeks, Milwaukee police arrest Lori Benbenik for the murder of Christine.
0: So, correct me if I'm wrong. I thought you said that the description was a male.
1: Yeah, and her son, Christine's son, was adamant that it was not Lori. Female. Okay. He said, "I know Lori. It was not Lori. It was a man. It was a man. It was a man. It was a man." His story never changed. Okay. So even like when they he gave testimony it was it was a man. Okay. So that's a little interesting. A little sketch, if you ask yeah. me. Yeah. Um,
0: I mean, that obviously doesn't mean she t- well, wasn't involved.
1: But. And also I took a psychology class and we had to do this like experiment, I think is the word, where you had to watch a couple of different scenes and it was like okay which of these men was by the window and like people are right about it less than 50 percent of the time so eyewitnesses just are really actually not as reliable as you would hope yeah so and i mean obviously like you're not in a i'm not wasn't in a high adrenaline situation or you know fearing for my life or they weren't directly in my face it was like watching a scene but like the amount of of times that you, people are wrong when you think oh i'm absolutely right
0: he was the one wearing the blue shirt and you're like oh shit he was wearing red it's just very interesting because you would think i guess i don't i'm not i'm hypothesizing here but i feel like if i was in that situation and i would have was like no 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 he was a man and they were like, but here's all this evidence. Then maybe in my mind it would have been like, oh, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe right. Maybe it was a female. Right. And the fact that he stuck to his story, that's the only interesting part to me. Yeah.
1: Is that he wasn't swayed by. No. Right. By anything. And I mean, who knows how much they told him? Because again, he was 11. True. So we don't really know. Yeah. But it's just interesting. Yeah. So, at the time of her arrest, police took the contents of her work locker. She was working as a security guard for Marquette University. Mm. And one of the things that was found in her locker was a hairbrush. The hair in the brush was matched to hair that was on the bandana that was used to gag Christine. This chick.
0: So, that's smart.
1: now you might be wondering, why would she kill her husband's ex-wife?
0: Because she sucks?
1: Um... It's actually because police think that it's because of the money that Fred was forced to give to Christine after the vo- divorce for the kids. She had to, he had to give her seven hundred dollars a month. And yeah, and back in the eighties, that would have been a lot more than it is now.
0: Yeah, that's like not a that's not a small, small amount, amount for sure. Not even in this right. Age, that's so.
1: that's like three hundred and fifty dollars per kid. Yeah, which I mean won't go as far as no. it would, but still, yeah. Um, police said that they believed that Lori used Fred's gun and a key that he'd secretly made from Sean's keys. So no. red flag number like seven. Yeah, why? Like Fred, you don't need a key to no. her house, you creep. Like That's you're already remarried. Weird. Stop it. It's weird. Uh and then despite Sean saying that Lori was not the person that killed his mom, prosecution had other other witnesses that had said They had heard Lori talk about how she wanted Christine dead. They also said that she was the only person who had motive, the motive being the money, uh, since she was in debt and she would have been able to use the money that her husband was paying in alimony to pay off her own debts. There was also a witness that said Lori had asked him to kill Christine. And then one of her friends said she had seen the same kind of bandana at Laurie's house that was found around Christine's head. So that was, like, their basic evidence. They didn't have, like... And the wig. Yeah. They didn't have, you know, fingerprints or blood spatter or DNA or anything like that. So on... Or in March of 1982, Lori was convicted and sentenced to life in prison. So you'd think this is the end of the story, but if you can see my notes, you know that is not the case. <laughs> yeah, I have a bad feeling. So Lori and her supporters still said that she was innocent, and they still to this day say she's she was innocent so one of the witnesses took back her statement about seeing the same bandana that was found on Christine at Laurie's house I feel like that's like such weak evidence anyway I know Not because
0: that. I doubt that was what swayed the jury right but
1: it's like why would you as the cops why would you even use that do you know how cheap a bandana at Walmart is it's like a dollar Like, but the fact that they had the hair matching so I don't know if you know this But hair analysis is a debunked science. Yeah. It was started, the debunking really started around, like, 2015. Um, And the FBI has actually, like, gone through a bunch of their old cases. And, like, people have been set free because Mm -hmm. of that evidence. So, I, I mean, it's the 1980s. And that's probably when that was, like, a good thing to use. But... You know take that with a grain of salt now right laurie also believed uh that she was a convenient scapegoat for the murder because of her history with the police so not only had she been an officer but she'd found out that the milwaukee police department was taking title nine money do you know
0: what title nine is sounds familiar
1: it's Equal gender for things. So, like, they were told they needed to hire more female officers, and they were, but then they were not actually keeping the female officers on staff. So, allegedly, female officers were getting fired for small offenses that could have or should have been a slap on the wrist. Like the drug thing. Like the drug thing. So, Lori was part of, or Lori knew this and was cooperating with. A lawsuit against the department so she believed that she had a target on her back already. Okay. So while in prison Lori seemed to thrive she got her bachelor's degree was considered a model prisoner met a man she got engaged to So
0: her and Fred got divorced? Yes.
1: Fred divorced her um, basically with like a note that said um, goodbye and good luck Okay. And then he moved to Florida and his son's did not move with him. His sons were raised by Christine's sister. Okay. So that, I guess, probably speaks more to their relationship with their father. Yeah. So, she... Lori gets engaged to a guy named Dominic Gulotto. Gugliotto? I don't know. Who was there visiting another prisoner and they, like, struck up a relationship. And she helped start a... Prison newspaper. Then, on July fifteenth, 1991, Lori escaped prison with help from Dominic.
0: Damn it, Lori.
1: She and Dominic ended up in Canada, settling in Thunder Bay, Ontario. No way. Many people in Milwaukee said that if they had come across Lori, they would not turn her in. What? She became a kind of folk hero, and there's even a song written about her, as well as the slogan, Run Bambi Run. So the song is called Run Bambi Run. I tried to find it. I can't, couldn't find it anywhere. Hmm. Uh, I, also, there's now a rock opera about this story. Wow. That's being put on, I think, like literally this year. Cool. So Bambi uh, had been her police academy nickname. So that's why it was Run Bambi Run. After three months in Canada, an American tourist recognized Lori from America's Most Wanted <laughs> and ended up turning her in. Get that cash, girl. She was taken back into custody and attempted to get political asylum because she believed that she was being targeted by the police due to their history with them, and Canada seemed to think that there was enough evidence for them to demand a review of Lori's case before they agreed to return her to the U.S. Dominic did end up getting one year in prison for helping Lori escape, but, like, at the end of the day, that's really not that bad. Yeah. So, while in Wisconsin... Sorry, while Wisconsin government did not find any proof of a conspiracy against Lori, evidence was found of seven major police blunders that led to her conviction, so Lori did win the right to a new trial. Instead of risking a new trial, Lori pled guilty to second-degree murder and was given time served and released in November of
0: 1992.
1: Damn. Unfortunately, Lori did not have an easy life after she was released from prison. She moved out west to be by her family got remarried um her and
0: Dominic divorced too Well they never got married. Oh. They were just engaged. engaged. Yeah. Damn. So she he helped break you out of prison, girl.
1: Yeah, right. She's like I am not waiting for you. <laughs> <laughs> so, um she ended up like either jumping or being pushed out of a hotel room and like broke her leg like, so severely that it had to be amputated. She said that she was being held there against her will by producers from like the Dr. Phil Show or some show like that. What? Yeah. It was crazy. Uh also allegedly she was a pinup model. So like that's why this got so much attention before she was a she was a police officer. Cop, okay. But I couldn't find anything that specifically said that because some people were calling her like a Playboy bunny and that she wasn't, but that's kind of why she had so much notoriety was her notoriety was because she was very pretty, mm-hmm. and then you know all this evidence seemed to like make people think, well, maybe she isn't actually guilty because she's been targeted by the police and blah, 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 you know yeah, and like honestly, the evidence is pretty weak in my opinion i I would have doubt if I was on that jury, I don't think I would have been able to convict. Because it's beyond the shadow, the shadow of a doubt, right? Like, you have to be certain. You can't be like, well... be oh, beyond a reasonable doubt. Or, sorry, thank you. And I just... I I have a hard time with this one. I really don't think I could have... Was at the end. ...convicted. Because um, I want to give my thoughts, but I want to so wait till the end. So, Lori tried to get her record wiped clean, but the Wisconsin Supreme Court said she can't take back a plea. The U.S. Supreme Court denied her case. Lori died... Lori died on November twentieth, woo twenty ten. No, don't woo that. <laughs> it's my birthday. It's Emily's birthday, <laughs> twenty ten, due to liver and kidney failure. And that is the end of my story.
0: Okay. What's your theory? My well, my only two thoughts are okay. So it was proven it was the gun, right? And the wig was found in their drainage of their apartment, right? How, how do you explain that? So, Unless you think it was Fred. I I kind of do honestly, which is I that's do. fine. Like I'm I'm because more than happy to entertain that theory they, as
1: well. Yeah, but. they can't necessarily prove that Fred was at the bar. They just know his his partner said that that's where they were. Right. But they'd also lied already, right. saying that they were somewhere else investigating a crime. Right. One of the sources said that he was off duty, but everything else said he was on duty, doing this crime. So I'm gonna go with that they were on duty your partner is supposed to have your back no matter fucking what. So, like, who knows if his partner wasn't just covering for him and then by the time he realized what had happened, he was in too deep and could have been fucked himself. Right. Right? My, so, so
0: j- my whole point is if it's one of the two. Yeah. that's I would agree. Period. I, don't, I just don't... So... I have a hard time
1: believing it was her just after all of the research and, like, reading what I did and, like... Back
0: to... The little boy calling the boyfriend. Yeah. If he thought that the intruder was a man, do you think he maybe thought it was his dad? He could have. Absolutely. And that's why he didn't and call dad. And that's why he didn't his call dad. dad. Right. And that's why he didn't they didn't move like Yeah, that's why they that's didn't And That's why go he was so adamant it was a man. Right.
1: So I I'm more suspicious of Fred
0: allegedly yeah it's all alleged yeah yeah yeah
1: that's why i said suspicious yeah i could i would had i been laurie's defense attorney that's the card i would have played is it was fred i'm surprised they didn't yeah as far as i'm aware they didn't but because i mean she was convicted very quickly i mean it was like nine months after the crime
0: yeah i mean i'm not saying it was her i'm just saying it had to have been
1: we believe that it had to have been one, <laughs> one of the two. Or the two. Yeah. And the fact that, like, he secretly made a key of his yeah. ex-wife's house is very red flag was, to me.
0: Sorry. I don't remember if he Was it forced entry? What? Do you know if it was forced entry into the house? No. It wasn't? Mm-mm. Okay. So
1: that's another red flag against the two of them, right? Yeah. Like, so I just... I, I don't want to believe it was her because the son was so adamant that it was a man Mm -hmm. because like what's her real honestly like what's your real motive motive there like Like,
0: he seems to have more motive than she would. that's my opinion too um also and i know you said like oh and you know eyewitness account isn't that reliable and i didn't say this before but i was thinking it i agree but i would say nine times out of ten you're gonna be able to tell if it's a man or a woman right right it's gonna be the finer
1: details that are. you're not gonna be able
0: to say she had she was five five and she had blue eyes like you won't maybe know that but were you just describing yourself (laughs) (laughs) yeah actually (laughs) but um you should i would think you would be able to tell the difference between a man and a woman right it's it was like the the tests that we did
1: were a group of white men and then a group of Hispanic men and then a group of Asian men and then a group of black men. So it was like proving that eyewitness when you especially when you are not the same race is a lot harder
0: to be accurate about. So that's really what the study was. Uh, and yeah, I mean, I agree that eyewitness accounts are not always the best, but right, I would, I would assume that most of the time you would at you least can tell get the gender, gender, yeah, right,
1: like the ba- really basics, Basic. like, oh, he was tall, he had dark hair, and you know,
0: maybe what? not even that was scary. Maybe <laughs> he was a man or a woman, right? That's it. Because he he had
1: the ponytail down, which is why they went with that wig, yeah. But also, like, yeah, I don't know. I'm just, I'm more suspicious of the ex than I am
0: of her. And you think if he could remember the ponytail, the red ponytail? Yeah. You'd think he would be able to know. If- and he had the shirt color. He had the shoes color. And the fact that he didn't, even the fact that it was a ponytail and he still went man. Yeah. Makes you think, okay, he was like certain that he that was, was a man. He was certain it was a man. Yeah. Just saying.
1: So, I don't know. I just, again, if I was on that jury for for Lori,
0: I don't think I could have convicted. Yeah, if I would have been presented with another especially if you're presented with another, another suspect. suspect I my probably would have been right there with you. So but neither here nor there. Yep. So
1: sources? Um my sources were kind of the snapped episode cuz I heard story it. story though. I, like I was that like, one. yeah, it was interesting, right? Mm-hmm. Um, victims of a homicide.fandom.com smithsonianmagazine.com which was kind of about the pseudoscience of hair analysis. I kind of looked into that. Um, and then murderpedia.org.
0: Okay, and our socials are MW Madness Podcast on Instagram and Gmail and Midwest Madness Podcast group on Facebook. All right. Anything else? That's that's all I got. Cool. Well, you guys have a great rest of your week and we will talk to you guys next. Tuesday. Bye.